0: everybody and welcome to the coach my future podcast i'm so excited to be talking to you all today and relaunching this podcast which uh, i have had before but haven't had it for various months now and so i'm so excited that you're here to this uh, podcast today and so welcome to everybody let me just tell you a little bit about me and why i started this podcast my name is sally Forsyth, and i am a adhd life coach and I help adults and young people with ADHD to overcome the unique challenges that they face and any obstacles that they may have in their path to try and maximize their success in their personal and professional lives. I myself before I became a life coach worked in education for many many years in high school and so I had students with ADHD and I realized the specific challenges they had as well as being the mother of an adult daughter with ADHD And uh, I know uh, the challenges that she has seen um, in her adult life as well. So this is why I've decided to relaunch the podcast again, to kind of share with you some of the things I've learned along the way and um, try and be of help and be of service. So um, if you want to find more about me and what I do, you can go to my website, www.coachmyfuture.com and um, you can find more about the work that you do and the services that I do and the services that I offer. So today we're going to be talking about uh, the history of ADHD. Um, I don't know how much all the viewers or the listeners out there um, know about the history of ADHD. Um, You may know or may not know that ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder used to be known as ADD, but they've changed it uh, recently. So now you hear more ADHD, but some people still call it ADD and when you Google it, you'll find it still out there. The fact is that many people think that ADHD is something recent, something that cropped up in the 20th century, the late 20th century, um, and it's something new. I myself probably thought this at one point, People thought that maybe it's because it's caused by our modern lifestyle, our modern diet, uh, the stress of modern living, the different educational systems we have, or um, different changes in family and lifestyle. And But actually, this is not true, folks. And guess what? That um, this is not true. It's fake news. Did, did you know that the earliest mention of ADHD symptoms? was in 1775. Can you believe that? It wasn't called ADHD back then but a German physician called Adam Weikard became aware of some symptoms or a lack of attention ailment uh, that existed in some people. Unlike other experts of his time Weikard believed that illnesses or ailments had physical causes. At this time the dominant thinking was that illnesses had moral causes or spiritual causes. And although he didn't have the terminology we now have to describe symptoms, uh, to describe ADHD, he did describe symptoms of a lack of attention, ailment or disorder, which are very similar to the present day definitions of ADHD. So 1775, that is 250 years ago something like that without quickly without using a calculator it's something like that so that is pretty amazing when I realized that I was that was pretty mind-blowing because it's not something new it's been around for quite a long time um so um, later on uh, in the 17th century in the 18th in the 18th century rather in the 19th century there's other people that uh, have observed ADHD symptoms as well. We can even find cartoons in the 1800s with characters like fidgety Phil and Johnny Head in the air. So can you believe it? There was people there described with the symptoms of distraction or uh, being hyperactive, but they just didn't have a technical name for it. So, um, as I said, the, you, there's more people that mentioned ADHD-like symptoms in the 1800s, but fine and then, and then again in the 1900s, uh, doctors also start in the early 1900s. Uh, doctors started to um, re- become even more aware of that s- something was going on with attention. Um, it wasn't until the 1960s uh, that the Diagnostic and Statistic Manual of Men- Mental Disorders, or DCM, started to describe the symptoms of ADHD and began to work on the criteria for meeting this disorder. So then it became a bit more technical and a bit more identified, you might say. Um, I wanted to stop here for a moment and say that attention deficit hyperactive disorder, disorder is rather an unfortunate name because it definitely has a negative connotation and we kind of associate that word rather negatively um, at the moment, that's, that's what we have. Maybe it'll be changed in a, at some point, but that's still what it's called. But a lot of people, especially folks with ADHD, are not happy with the term disorder. So what are the basic symptoms of ADHD if you're not sure about it? Well, they are lack of attention, um, hyperactivity, and impulsivity. Those are the three symptoms. And these symptoms are caused by um, differences in the brain, and I'll go into that in a minute. So a person with ADHD might exhibit behaviors such as forgetfulness, lack of organization, trouble starting things, trouble finishing things, prioritizing, regulation of emotions, restlessness. Now we all have those, this happens to all of us, whether you've got ADHD or not, right? But the key factor here is these symptoms are all the time. They they persist all the time. They don't go away that easily. They're constant. And um, so that's the difference. So then um, with ADHD, there's different types of ADHD. There's the inattentive type, the person who's daydreaming, distracted, has trouble with concentrating. And then as well as the inattentive type, there is the hyperactive type okay person who can't keep still fidgeting very restless interrupts all the time disruptive that kind of thing and then the other type of ADHD is a combination of the two so you can see that there's different types of ADHD and it's not there's no every person with ADHD is unique so um, it's but those are the two kind of uh, main observations that people have seen speaking as an ex-high school teacher you definitely see all these subtypes in school often the hyperactive student or adult is easier to detect than get diagnosed okay so that happens more often which um, you know that is the kind of person that might seem more obvious whereas the inattentive type of ADHD the person might be quieter the person might be sitting at the back of the class or just quietly uh, getting extremely distracted um, they might be poor listen- listeners, are not following instructions or they can't concentrate on a task, right? So sometimes those people are not picked up so fast in school and of course as adults, perhaps even longer. So for all types of ADHD, um, motivation can be a challenge. Um, getting motivated, as I said before, starting projects or finishing projects can be challenging. Folks with ADHD get bored easily. So that's to do with motivation. So they need to find ways to, you know, deal with the boredom. Making decisions can also be a challenge as this means prioritizing what to do. So prioritizing is another issue that can be a challenge. So, as I said before, um, all of this is about the, um, is in relation to the ADHD brain. These are brain, uh, impairments, if you will. Okay, this has nothing to do with your personality or your character. It just means that the ADHD brain works slightly different. It doesn't produce the same amount of chemicals, um, such as serotonin, that the average brain does. And so therefore the messages don't get to the brain in the same way. So in an ADHD brain, uh, the executive functions are... um, Impaired for lack of a better word. I don't really like that word, but right now that's all I have So executive function is if you can imagine a conductor conducting uh, Who's conducting an orchestra that is what the job of the executive function is to the brain it oversees the organizing the regulating of emotions um, Sending messages here sending messages. there, prioritizing making decisions impulsivity uh Just concentration. All of these things are organized by the executive functions of the brain. And in the ADHD brain, this can often be, uh, this is affected, this is uh, impacted in some way. It's important to, to understand this and it's important to tell people about this who don't understand about ADHD because it is a brain problem. So the ADHD brain is different. Um, It's not a mental illness, it's not a behavior problem. It is, and I'll say it again, an impairment of the brain's self-management system. Okay, and so the self-management system is what I mentioned as the executive function. Okay, so the executive function is something I'm gonna go into in later episodes, but that is the, the problem that people with ADHD have. And um, medication can help. Um, cognitive behavioral therapy sometimes can help. ADHD coaching can help. But people with ADHD have got to uh, have to learn to manage their specific challenges and also look to their strengths. because there's loads of people out there with ADHD that are immensely successful and also have uh, very lots of unique strengths as well, okay? But today, I wanted to just share with you a little bit about the history of ADHD because I just found it so fascinating that it's not something new. And maybe that is something new for you guys that it actually go, you didn't know it went back so so far into a few centuries ago. Um, I think it's important um, that we understand ADHD because there's a lot of stigma attached to it. And it's important if you know someone who's got ADHD or if you have ADHD yourself, you understand that it's important to get rid of the stigma and educate people about what ADHD really is. So that was the focus for today's episode and next week's episode, I'm gonna focus on explaining the executive functions in a bit more detail so that you might be able to get clear on that. So again, guys, if you uh, want more information, please go to www.coachmyfuture.com, my website where you can find more information about ADHD And you're going to find more information about ADHD coaching as well. And in the meantime, you know, take a moment yourself to find out more about ADHD. Do some reading, do some research and uh, to help to understand this unique challenge is better. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.